Welcome back, y'all. I'm late today. It's uh, Money Motivated Monday. I'm your host, Black Paco, here at uh, Nuts and Guts Podcast. Guess what? I'm here. I'm late. I normally drop uh, in the morning. Um, but I, and I, I've, I thought about dropping just for about 15, 20 minutes this morning. But I actually wanted to hold off for a guest. And this guest here is someone dear to me. Um, we, na- we, we may not talk every day. Uh, we may not see each other all the time. We may have not actually grown up together or went to school together, but I've been watching this young man, even though he's probably a year and some change older than me. <laughs> I've been watching this young person, young man, ever since I was coming up. Before we started taking trips to Carabana in Canada. (laughs) I want the old thing back, man. I want to go back. Y'all know I done had a DUI. I don't know if they're going to let me up there. But anyway. (laughs) Shout out to everybody that know him as Titan or as Ryan. But this is my player partner from back in the day. And uh, he keep me motivated, and he don't even know half the time. Um, and we had a conversation the other day, and he told me he heard some shit that I've said from this show that motivated him. And so, give it up for Titan, y'all. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? It's been this the first time I think I've been on with you. You know, on the on the one on one. Yeah, pause. Pause. Yeah, pause. That was a major pause. Major pause. Oh man, that's the liquor. And only had a shot. But no, that's a pause. No, but this this go back for a minute, man. Yeah, man, for sure. Especially man. fucking caravan. Oh, <laughs> Real quick. All right, I want to I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, for everyone that didn't think I was dropping today, fuck you. No, but I'm just playing. But anyway, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, but Titan, though, man, uh, briefly about our history, though, man. Um, we we grew up religious, and that's where I met you. You know what I mean? Um, she does. Yeah, right. <laughs> Outside all that yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> Outside all that. When we started hanging out... Um, and I start seeing you all up in Canada. Um, and it was like a, almost like an understanding of, hey, man, you know we from the same place. Right. And you know it's a natural, we got each other's own back. Every time. It is like, it's man, no. It's, I will say this, though. It's, it's for some. I want to say that. No, no, no. Yeah, no, it's no. for some, but like, even in that same group, it's for some. But definitely, man, when we was out there, it was, <laughs> hey, if it just, all, all you got to do is the hooty hoo, it is what it is, and let's yeah. get it going. Or, you know, just, you know, watching each other back, going down them crowded ass streets and shit, just. For sure. You know, it's, you having a good time, but at the same time, you you have, you got the EC dangers going all around. Sure. And it's just how you roll, man. Yeah. It is what it is. 
for for the people, this all briefly, and, and guess yes, yes, y'all, it's still money motivated Monday. Um, this is also motivation. So for the for the people that um that that never been to like Canada or Toronto mm-hmm. area, can you tell the fellas how beautiful? The people are there, or you know, just just how the hoes look. Okay, well, (laughs) let's talk about the ladies. Okay, so I don't know what you've been around, uh, but you think you probably think the city that you're in is uh, a melting pot, which it is. But this is on a whole nother level, and from uh, parts of the parts of the world that you have just never seen. One of my all time. Uh, favorite conversations was meeting a girl from Guyana and no matter how much they try to depict on how you know Africa is man and what the folks look like they lying to you they lying lying to you Uh, they I'm talking about she was she was just a a beautiful woman and just as down to earth and just just cool and you see that again I'm not saying everybody was down to earth but you see just completely different mixtures. Here you get black, white. Might get a little Indian with black, white with black, something like that. There, there's okay, I'm mixed with uh, uh, I'm from Senegal, but uh, my my dad's Trinidadian. So you get this whole new mixture of something that you ain't never seen before. And this, man, it's some of the, it was one of the best cities I've ever been to to see fucking, see women. It was just fucking gorgeous. And it's you talk about rainbows, man. It's it's all type of factions, and as soon as you think you, oh man, that's the prettiest lady I do. Oh shit! Look two two feet over. Oh, that's her sister. Oh Jesus! It, it was it was nuts, man. It's a uh, your neck gonna be sore from turning uh, turning from side to side for sure. So fellas, and- you got to go if you if you just gotta go single yeah. whatever. Just go and 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 listen. I'm 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 since you since you carried the the the, the fellow. I'm gonna carry the women. Look, it's some handsome ass <laughs> niggas up there too, though. Like I'm ladies. I'm telling y'all, like man, you go up there and these niggas. They look like they got braids. They got dreads. Everything. And you thinking they from your neighborhood? In reality, these niggas speaking full blown yep. French. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And they, they, a lot of them was cool, cool as shit too, though, man. Every year I went up there, man. Um, those experiences kind of like shaped um, our personalities. And it also yeah. shaped our futures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it also taught, taught us a lot too, though. Just like he was just saying, though, like I thought women from Africa was supposed to have their titties out. This is what was portrayed right. to us over over the years, man. Over the years yeah. from television, from yep. Television from going to school, yeah. learning from the history books. Yeah. <clears throat> these women are supposed to be tribal. Yeah, you're not civilized. Yeah, you're supposed <laughs> to have these big areolas, these big ass nipples, <laughs> which I love both. You're <laughs> <laughs> the these big old bags, like yo, you just want to titty fuck these, yeah. like. Respectfully, not uh, respectfully, because I, I got a couple of listeners in Africa. I did, yeah. I did, did my little dem- demographics chart. But you look, what, what I'm trying to say, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't want no problems. 
but I would like a titty fuck a little. All right, all right. Let me all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say is, man, we have some good times. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. The strip clubs are different. I, I never got to get. I never you, got to visit one. You never got. All right. So look. So you know how we throw dollars, right? You got to throw. You know their dollar started. Their dollar yeah, bill started. No, no, started oh. at five. Okay, right. And so my cousin, you're like, yo, man, do you throw coins at these bitches? <laughs> <laughs> right, up, have right up her booty. <laughs> Look at that shit. My shit can go farther than yours, nigga. <laughs> uh, Shout out to everybody in Canada. We love, respect y'all, man. Um, I want COVID to be over, please. Yeah. Let me. I gotta wear glasses. I gotta wear my glasses. I can't look like cute. I gotta look like I gotta wear a bow tie. Be ready, cause you know, you know, it all. It it all depends on the custom agent. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started. That, that'll let that. you up and not actually look at. And I've been pulled over, record. so I ain't even. You, you ain't got to tell me nothing. Yeah. So I want to look, Urkel. Like right, I'm just, talking about. Like I was suspenders. Closer. <laughs> like like yo. I'm, uh, what you up here for? I'm up here to look at the stars. <laughs> <laughs> look, on January 31st, what they have is the, the Aquinox is going across Mars for the third rank. Hey, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. I'm going to nerd, I'm going to nerd the custom agent that, to death. That shit is nerve wracking as hell. In order for me to get up there. Even when you ain't doing shit, it's nerve wracking as hell. And I know they, I guess they look, they seen my sheet before. I tell you this, but it is a difference. When I went for, uh, I was about to start tapping. When I went, no, uh, I had to go do some work out in, uh, in Mississauga. That's a little bit further from uh, from Toronto. And going across, I had two white dudes in front. I'm like, hey, Ryan, if you want to sit in the back, I'm like, fuck that. Let's do it. Chilling. Went through easy peasy, lemon squeezy. We had to work shit. They ain't had no problems. Let us through. And the next time I went, I was going to see if my friend Scott, uh, he went up there. And you Shout know, Scott, Scott. Yeah, we go up there. And well, when I get up there, I, I didn't think about how crazy my story sounded like, oh, sir, what are you doing here? Because it was it was a holiday weekend. And basically, we going, I'm just going up there to kick it with him a, a few days. I had kind of a, not a crazy week or whatever, but yeah, I had been in for a while, hadn't stepped out for a minute. And my nigga hit me up with an opportunity. Fuck it, I'm up there. We just going to kick it. Let's do it. Get it. I get to the border. So when I'm there, it's July 4th weekend. And there, I think a couple of days later is, is uh, Canada today. So it's huge. Man, I just remember getting up to the thing like, sir, well, how, how are you doing? I'm like, yeah. Um, well, what's your purpose of your visit? Well, I'm going to visit my friend Scott, who, who <laughs> flew in from Miami to see his girlfriend in Toronto. Uh, well, sir, when are you coming back? I'm only going to be gone for two days. Drug runner. No. <laughs> Pull me right on over. Check me. Went through my shit. Let me go ahead. I did have my weed, but I put it in a special place. So I was cool. But that was a learning lesson. Don't have to do that again. Because you sure. buy weed when you're I there. mean, Miami and international travel probably don't yeah, mix too Didn't well. think about, again, just, and like I had, kept asking me, sir, have you ever been uh, arrested before? Nope. Have you ever had to be in front of a, a judge? Traffic? Have you? And he he went through his questions, but it came back. So I'm like, oh shit, because I you know had some shit expunged years ago, but I know that shit popped on up again. So, oh yeah, for sure. And I'm like, especially oh. internationally. Yeah. So I was just like, again, I, hey, I, y'all can stop me, do what you want, boom. 
went on about my business, came back. And that was the worst because, again, leaving leaving uh, Toronto on a holiday or after a holiday is the devil. Oh. That QEW is oh. a bitch. Hey, and guess what? Audience, listen. For the record, um, uh, man, before you needed a passport up Ooh. there, oh my gosh. Um, you had people from all over the world. Yeah. Million plus a caravan. Oh man, just the Millions. streets is full. I remember, <clears throat> and listen, audience, don't judge me, but I was doing ecstasy. You know what I mean? I was, I was OJ the Juice Man. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was all that up in Toronto, and I remember I was up. And if you know me, y'all niggas know I like to sleep. So if something got me up for three days, <laughs> got me up for three days. It's either, it's either a bitch or it's some drugs because both of them go hand in hand. Ooh-wee. But anyway, so I'm up in Toronto and I literally crashed out in a pocket full of money in front of my hotel and nobody bothered me. And this was before you actually needed a, a passport. Right. It seems you know safe what I'm saying? Dangerous. Yeah, oh yeah, right. And so... <clears throat> Man, you talk about good times. You talk about um, the stories that we had to tell. And of course, it's the stories that we have right now are kind of PG-13. We're going to keep them that way. Yeah, we're going to keep them that way. We're going to keep them that way. We might have got a little R. I don't know yeah. about that. <laughs> uh, oh, triple X. <laughs> Niggas that got robbed. Right. Like, we man. got we got we done had the whole fucking story, man. But yeah. niggas ride together though. Like for, for sure. Like I yeah. may not see you every day. Right. We, we may not talk every day. But like, oh the shit ain't gonna pop. Like I say, shit if shit pop off, everybody right with you and they really have your back. For sure, man. Like for all sure. the way. Like, man, that, that was some you know, that was, it was just a good time, man. People that, like, I normally wouldn't kick it with, you know, develop friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, this, oh, you a, you a solid, you a solid motherfucker, man. Like, I don't, I don't really give people those type of, uh, uh, peas or whatever, but when, sure. when it hit, it hit. It's just like, all right, we, again, we may not talk every day. We may not see it. It might even be in passing. Oh, hey, what's on? You know, and keep it moving. For sure. But it's like it was just those times, yeah. man. You look like. And guess what though? <clears throat> whether whether you know whether for nigga that's with you and get get his ass whooped. <laughs> at least at least he like yo. Hey, we gonna take this ass whooping. We gonna we gonna get this ass whooping together. That's right. Let's do it. <clears throat> Let's and peace. It, it's a different. <clears throat> it, it's a difference from somebody just running off on you yeah. and just letting you take your ass whooping yeah. on the solo side. And I've seen it. And like I said, I always I'll be telling my girl sometimes like, look, I'm I'm quiet. I stay out. You know, I kind of stay out of the way. It used to be a little wild, but I was never like no fighter or nothing. But it was just like instinct. When people got into stuff, you know, we always rallied together. That was. The friends I can't that we drove no matter up what there with it was yeah. just like well <laughs> it is what it is yeah for sure with that being said man so a lot of that early twenties that we was up here mid early twenties middle twenties late twenties early thirties when we used to go certain places and even to this day 
it kind of shaped our mindset of, man, like I really like to get up and go. And I really like to get up and travel and see new and do bigger and better things. You know what I'm saying? Um, so what gave you the mindset to, to kind of say, hey, like I need, first of all, if I could talk a little personally about you, I know that you keep a humble mindset as far as uh, just being who you are and just even like, okay, so we both drive Hondas, right? right. That's my baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> and this ain't our first Honda. Like, like this ain't this like we this is what we do. Even though I know personally, you probably could drive whatever you want to right now. Something like that, maybe like a, a Kia Sophia. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's if I'm slurring. No, 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 stop doing that shit. No, no, no for real. We're what I'm saying is. And guess what? We grew up in the inner city, so it's nothing but you gotta have a big body. You gotta have rims, yeah. or you gotta have, of course, niggas played around with the sounds yeah. and the systems <clears throat> and the cars and, and stuff like that. We done that for years. Right. But when you outgrow the the badass sound system in your whip, and you outgrow the rims on the whip, and then you just say, hey man, like give me a five years. Yeah, like, I want to ask you, where did that mindset to come from to say, hey, like, I'm okay, I'm comfortable in my own skin to be, hey, this is what I I drive, this is where I live? I think, I, I don't even want to say I think. First and foremost, it came from my parents. Um, even though we may not agree about a lot of stuff, I've seen... Like my mom and my dad, you know, they ride a vehicle, not till the wheels fall off, but pretty damn near close. But it was always clean. Like it's even if my mom had junkers, that's the superwoman of the world. Uh, she didn't really had like no junkers. She always had something that was mainly dependable and just hey, we getting from two to here to there, A to B. My dad, you know, I, I remember he had a uh, the old school Nissan uh, Maxima. And I thought it was the greatest thing moving, but he had that mug for forever. And I think every, outside of my first car, which was a, a 1989 doo Brown Honda, that was my first car. I bought it myself. Mom, hey, you got a man take care. Bought it myself. It was a, you know, a feeling of accomplishment. Ended up, only had it for about a year because I only paid like a grand for it. It was just too much shit going on. And then I did my first I had a 97 uh, Nissan Altima. But all by myself. No co-signer. I think I was like maybe 18. I was fresh out of high school. But I worked for the stuff. Put my money, you know, took out my time, saved my down payment. Worked on, you know, a couple little things. Got it. Kept it moving. Took that to like 225000 mm. Got the, right after that, got that great Honda. Took that to uh, 210000 so it was just kind of, <clears throat> it was in me. Like, like you said, I had the sounds. That's what I spent my money on. Now I was, I was Music. a nigga trying, oh, yeah, yeah, trying to let motherfuckers know I was coming, but I was like six blocks away in a little ass Honda. When like uh, 
fucking Ford Explorers this pulling was, up to a nigga. This was way before Fast and the Furious. Right, right, yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> this one, this was, I had the, the, the bubble lights. <laughs> Sometimes it wouldn't come up. It was winking at people. But yeah, just, it was just kind of, uh, you know, mind your money because I was in college then. And at first, you know, I was getting a little bit of help out from scholarships and a little bit of help from my parents. But after I got kicked out, because you know, it was single family, my mom kicked me out. I was on my dumb shit. And it took me a while to get through college. But that I think that was another thing that really gave me the better yeah. understanding did, of money. What, what, what did you learn from that? Like, like when like just being kicked out and you just almost like, like, yo, you had to fend for yourself. That I... That I, I could I could be about this life uh, kind of and, and, and again I watched my mom do the shit like not dependent. Tighten real quick. How old were you? Twenty four. I was a little older. Yeah, I was twenty four. Okay. But my mom had strict rules were, back in the day. Were you scared to to kind of just uh, face all, face honestly, the world in and that time how, frame? One more question. How did that shape you? <laughs> were you scared, and how did that shape you? I know this sounds fucked up, but I don't think it was, I didn't have fear. Uh, and the only reason why I didn't have fear because of that, I had just went through a serious ass heartbreak. Literally, girl broke up with me. When I get home, my mom kicked me out based on some dumb shit I've been doing. My girl kicked me out because of some dumb shit I was doing. And it was all in the same time. Like that day, not two days later, not three days later. Literally, I'm over my girl house. I made a mistake. And it was just about owning up, trying to be a man. Nothing, nothing gangster, but just, hey, this this ain't gonna work out. You can't even, you know, fend for me with when there's some issues with my mom and my uh, my girl because it was just always a crazy situation, witness, mm-hmm. non-witness, and I had already been, you know, at the cusp, but you know, coming in late after curfew, causing a lot of issues. I was smoking, drinking, doing my shit. She had enough. Cool. Went over to my cousin's house. That was like my my aunt and all my cousins. Those are my brothers and my other mother, my other mother, mother outside of my grandmother. So I just kind of moved with it. So I stayed there for a couple of weeks and like the brain kicked in. Um, I worked at Progressive at the time, so I got gain shame. I uh, Progressive Insurance, they yeah. nationwide, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's for my audience that's outside of the city and state. Like uh, Progressive Insurance started here. Right. Correct? Yeah. I don't. Uh, it I, thought, I, I thought it was a little office because when I worked there, I listen, listen, y'all. I, I didn't work at, behind the keyboard. I was outside. <laughs> I'm picking up trash. But anyway, listen. It was a good, hey, <laughs> it was a good job though. No, 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 no. They they paid everybody well back yeah. when I worked there, and then that was the spot. But then when the owner bought like the 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 Indians. Shit, kind of, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of yeah. got a little flaky, but. He he paid. He 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 gave niggas the, their first touch of uh, opportunity. Yeah, the little bit giving you that real deal corporate life. Yeah, if, if that wasn't something that you had been a part of, For which sure. was new to me, that was my first experience. But it helped out a lot. Right, right. And man, I got that game share, and you know, being around the people that I was around at the time, say, like, man, I got to flip this bitch, and mm-hmm. you know. Nothing crazy. I wasn't no, you know, I just made a way. No, you get what break I'm that down. Now, you got what now? My game share? Yeah. Yeah, once I got the game share, I was already kicked out for like a couple, about three or four days. Okay. Put a plan together. So my thing was, okay, I got to get an apartment. That's down payment. 
Plus, I had decent credit at the time. Not great, but decent. It was, well, I was probably in the, the yellow to green, not the all the way green. So, you know, started to, like, okay, if I got like this 1800 that could take care of that, but I still got to pay for class. Do I stop school? This was in December, middle of December. Do I not go to school? No, fuck that. Bam. It was a weed game. Just, you know, I wasn't no big gangster dude. I got the apartment, first floor of Harbourcrest. Man, that's a hub. That's how I looked at it. Mm-hmm. Boom. You know, you send that scent out a little bit to people. People just coming up to the spot. Boom, get it. The little chick I was messing with at the time, she knew some people who had, you know, some decent and, hey, we'll give you a little bit of credit. Mm-hmm. I don't need no credit. I don't want no problems. Boom. It's, um, it's one thing, I, I promise you, and I, I've always tell you this, I don't know if you always remember, it's, it's one thing that you always said to me that stood out to me from when we were younger, and it was about your dad telling you uh, to save a certain amount oh. of paychecks. <laughs> yeah. Emergency I, fund, yeah. Emergency fund. Yep. Can you tell the audience how important that is and how did that kind of oh, save man. what... I can't remember what the guy's name, but I think it starts with an R. And I also learned a little bit more about it as, you know, I got older. But my dad always told me, you know, you need an emergency fund. He was like, what you saving? You got to save. Like, I don't care if you bring in 200 a week or, you know, 70 a week. You got to put something aside because you always, something always going to happen. And he initially told me, just put $1,000 away. He was like, I don't care if it takes you a year, two years. Imagine when you get to that point. And it kind of, it, it, it does put something in your head when you get to that point. Even when you see it, it's like, damn, last week and a couple months ago, I didn't have shit. Now you see maybe 400, maybe 500, depending on how you, you put it away. That was for, as you're going through your, your normal hustle and bustle, you get into a situation where, boom car you know i gotta get breaks oh that's you know back then 300 400 500 or whatever you're not sitting there like counting i can't pay rent next week i can't do this next week it's done and it, it takes some time to get to that mindset but once i started it was just like shit so i got to a point where instead of just having a thousand double it up now you got extra room now and budgeting that he did speak on that as well. It took me a while to get under that. I just kind of focused on that. Uh, I had a bank account that was, uh, the bank was far away. So how important is that? I, I for spoke, me, I, I spoke about woo. that a week or two ago. And I was just like, Hey, like, man, put some money where you ain't got no internet access to it. You ain't got no bank card. You can't transfer no money. You can't do nothing. Like, you you literally have to go there and you, if you do some overtime or 30 minutes over, you probably won't make it there. Yeah, yeah. Man, it was a credit union, still a valid credit union for my shit. Don't be trying to come uh, get my shit because I kid you. But no, uh, (laughs) they, they used to have one at Cleveland Heights Police Station. That shit closed. And at first, you know, first thing I'm thinking, oh, damn, I can't go there because I was living in Bedford. That was closer. I forgot about the one that was on the west side, but it's still farther. Like, man, I ain't doing that shit. I'm going to change it. I'm like, you know what? I got a debit card, but cut it up. Boom. This is just going to be a little something to save away. Uh, Worked on. It was so bad for me at the time to try to figure this shit out. 
I also learned about like dependencies as my income started to increase or whatever, as I started getting better jobs, learn about what you're taking out of your check, learn about, you know, again, taxes. That's another thing people don't, you know, fully try to get a, not fully, but have a better understanding of. Mm-hmm. You ain't supposed to be getting, if you're a single dude, you ain't supposed to be getting $1,800, you know, at, at the end, of, uh, when you get your tax return. No, get your money now, even that shit up. It, and it's a it's a it's a different mindset because even when you get that eighteen hundred dollars, a lot of us are spending it for what? For what? Imagine you could have saved that. Maybe you didn't save it this time. You know, during that, that's your your emergency fund. Sure. Again, it's just a, a a different state. It might have been okay. I couldn't get the TV I wanted, or I got half of the TV I wanted. That was eight hundred. I still got a thousand just to put away. Boom! Don't touch that bitch. Or again, we talk further than that, cool. investing or whatever. Let's stop there. Cause I, I actually want to talk about the transition to being young cootie with the when I say young cootie is I got the system I want in my car, right. I got the rims I want, I got the car I want, or maybe it's the car I've had for five or ten years, but I want to b- progress, how do you how do you progress? How do you uh, change from that? You know uh, what I mean. Hold on, oh, go ahead. hold that thought. We'll be right back after these messages. Okay, um, Titan is. Uh, I'm gonna allow Titan to go smoke a cancer stick if he needs to. <laughs> we'll be back. All right. I'm cool, man. And we're back. Yo, what up, y'all? Um, still sitting here with Titan. And we are actually getting to the point of the nitty gritty. And uh, the actual uh, point of this episode. Um, when we talk about Money Motivated Mondays, it's, it's all about transition. Even though we may start at a certain point in life, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to end at that same point. Because if we end at that same point that we started at, it was no growth there. And so Titan, so how did you how did you make the transition to saying, I'm tired of being a boy. I want to be a man. I'm a man, Damon. And even though the, the crazy thing is we grew up in the inner city and a lot of times our parents kind of almost damn near throw us to the wolves. It's almost like, nigga, you can't stay here. You got to figure it out. You got to go at 18. You got to go like, how do you? And guess what, audience? Listen, for the for the women and men that's been blessed to stay at home today, uh, 35 years <laughs> old and able to stack 200, 300,000 and got nice bank accounts all across the country and uh, stocks, and, you know what I mean? And whatever the situation is, how do you make that transition from being, hey, I'm going to go to college and however I got to make ends meet, I'm going to do that. Whether if it's legally or illegally, I'm going to do these things. 
That's one thing. The second thing is, how do you say, I'm done doing this illegal behavior and I'm going to focus on being the best Titan that you could be? For me, it ended up being repercussions. Um, Lost a potential, yeah, lost a potential dope job that a family member, that ain't a family member, but that's considered a family member. I had to go back and apologize to her about why I filed a drug test. And, oh man, I opened it. And it wasn't about like disappointing my father, disappointing my mom, because she didn't really even know about the job. I kind of kept it to myself. My dad kind of put it, helped me put this together. And, you know, I I felt like I was always the black sheep of the family. Like, like, fuck it. You know what? What else I got to lose? I felt I've always felt I've always had a certain confidence level about me about, you know, what I do and how I go at shit and certain things seem a little easier to me than it seems to some folks. So it was just like, you know what? Stop doubting yourself. Fuck it. But what are they going to say to you? Like you didn't already had this other shit behind you when you go to certain little uh, family things, they kind of looking at you sideways and even seeing the stuff back in the day with, you know, with the religion I was in. Cool, and that that, that really set a a, a point. Uh, I don't know, like a higher. I don't even say higher. It was a point. Like you know what? If I could do all of this and still walk confidently with my head up, what else can I achieve? And I think one of the things that I don't want to say a lot of folks, but one thing I had to learn for myself is when you transition, it's best to to educate yourself about the transition. You ain't just, okay, I'm becoming a man if I want to learn, if I'm about to try to do things differently financially. You can take the risk and just jump into it and just do it, but sometimes it's just learn about it. What is the point of not learning about it? You do that with everything else. You don't just get on a basketball court and you become, you know, Michael Jordan. You got to go through the process. You got to go through the steps. And I just remember seeing certain little wins that I was getting. I think college for me kind of helped a little bit because it wasn't, you started at the beginning of the semester not knowing shit about this. Then you, okay, you somewhat at a beginner level when you get out of that class and you go, you just increment what you learn and you you apply it. They not gonna teach you everything. You gotta go through your own shit. You gotta see what you into. And you gotta, you can't just, I'ma shoot hoops all day at home by myself, but then you don't ever go play the next competition. The same thing. I looked at it from the corporate world. <clears throat> How am I going to be better than, you know, Boo Boo the Fool? Boo Boo the Fool taught me, but what do I take next? Mm-hmm. Can I can I regurgitate what he taught taught me along with, you know, apply some extra to it? And it when it started to become the money thing again, I got debt like everybody else, but I got to a point where, what do I have this debt for? For what? Like, ri- what am I using it for? It's for frivolous bullshit. And that's it just hit me one day. Might have been cheap, and now people say cheap, frugal, however you want to call it. I've always kind of been like that because when I really wanted something, I had the opportunity to get it. No matter how it was, whatever it was, I can go get it when I want it. And it just started to build. I had a better uh, understanding of the mindset. So it's just like fuck it. Yeah. That was the and and, and I wanted to prove stuff. Man, too. and you you hit it like hit the nail right on the head because it's like how do you how do you grow? How do you get to a point where saying like 
I see what niggas is doing. Yeah. I, and I see how people are getting in trouble by being financially irresponsible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, no, and it's just it. like, man, like, listen, audience, if, if you can't, if you never met Titan, he's a handsome guy. Hello, lady. <laughs> no, I ain't saying that I got a girl. I love her to death. Sorry. Right, no, no, no. <laughs> no smoke. We don't want no problem. No, all I'm saying is, um, you're a handsome guy. And uh, the the point of me saying that is, is that sometimes we have to oversell our charm mm-hmm. in, in our community. Mm-hmm. Like you just can't be this. You can't just be a six foot or five eleven or, or or six foot five tall nigga. That can't be get, it. You ain't there. You ain't there. And then in our community. At 18, you need to be balling. Yeah. He he ain't got Spinners. the Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have this the the Spreewell rims. Uh for the for the younger audience, these were rims when the car <laughs> stopped. They just kept going. Yeah. When the car stopped, the rims kept going. Like when you buy normal rims nowadays, <laughs> you got one piece. It was like three or four pieces to make this thing do what it do. Trust me, I looked it up. It was ball bearings on top of the ball bearings, yeah. and then the rims cost like five or ten grand or something like that. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, man, then they had to spin a hubcast. Remember that? From no, that was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. All right. So anyway, ridiculous. the point I'm trying to make is you're getting older, you know, the woman that you're around expecting you to be balling, you know, at a young age, like, he can't even take me out to dinner. He can't, like, where do you think that mindset come from? Like, like, far as in our community. Man, environment, um, us being kind of downtrodden for, for so long, stepped on, you know, people stepping on our necks. I can go so far into that, but I, I won't go too, too far. But I, I do think it's like, you know, you always, you, you trying to shine. And the one thing I don't think we got a full understanding most, and when I, I don't want to say most, uh, folks got a misunderstanding of is when you do that, when you start to spend a little extra money for this or the extra money for that, just to be pleasurable in somebody else's eyes or to get you attention. You don't you don't look at the opportunity cost of what that does for what you could have did that shit with. So that might have been especially like I used to trip and I and I, I knew a few. Uh, you know you, you know some of the the, the pharmaceutical uh, execs <laughs> in the hood for sure. that, right that might have you know done. I'm a, I'm balling out but like dude like I thought the whole and they teach you like the whole part of the game again from what I was understanding. You supposed to be incognito. Ain't nobody supposed to know what you got. But nigga, you got a, you got this dope ass truck over here. Like they thinking something. But I, I know this sounds fucked up, but it was true, man. I, I was able to be around some hood dudes that was smart, like, and that I, like I don't take nothing away from my family, but like I, some I of think these we hood all dudes, are smart though. Just to keep it all the way real, from. From the BMF Black Mafia family, yeah, oh, man. like just, yeah, I it's, think we all are smart. I think that we are placed in a box, man. And I, and I, man, it's 
we hate on each other. We, yeah, we crabs, crabs in a barrel. In the barrel. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like, but I, dude, I've ahead. seen some, and that, that is a part of it. I've, I, I got to see like some dudes who pulled me to the side. Like, hey, Ryan, you ain't about this life. Don't be a part of it. Okay. Like, I, I trust you. I don't care what you got going on. You know how everything go. But I like I, I really do trust you, and they would put me on the game. Like even they were talking to me about entrepreneurial type uh, mindsets early on. I just wasn't connecting. Mm-hmm. So again, it's like you see it, and then it, it starts to make sense to you. So I know this sounds fucked up, but again, you see a drug dealer, you see somebody who's running a semi business on a certain type of way. He got. Supply and demand. He's got, you know, real estate. He got this. And I started to see that. And it's like, well, damn, you know, you're doing it illegal. I said, but dude, your mind alone is ridiculous. The way you calculate, the way you, he's like, and you switch it. You switch it. One moment, you the smartest nigga ever. And the next thing you know, you would put, you would knock this nigga out just for missing $10. And it, it, it was just like, it was a little envy. I ain't gonna bullshit you. But it was still, the questions and just just talking to people, man, like they really put me on to but I, but being I, smarter about but, the shit. But, but guess what I'm saying? I don't really think street niggas understand, like the, the hardcore street niggas, I don't think they understand their their full potential. Though. Yeah, oh, well, and, and yeah, not, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not saying that, yo, you can't you can't cook up crack the right way. No, I'm not saying <laughs> no, that. No, no, no. What, what I'm saying is you are actually running a business. A full-fledged business. Like you a know, full-fledged. You know how to fire people? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, firing people could be, just to give the marketing. audience an example. Marketing. <laughs> Man. Marketing. Um, shout out to uh, Paco Punch and Honey Child. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Honey Child Tea coming. Uh, the Honey Child Tea fellas. Is gonna make you stand up in that pussy. Boing. Uh, yeah, listen, it's all legal substances, maybe minus. But look, <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying is we have um we have people that we grew up around that could run full fledged Fortune 500 companies. Successful. I'm, 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 I'm dead ass serious. No, yeah. Whether firing is you knocking a nigga out, get off my corner, or whether if you saying, hey, like, uh, Pookie over here can be more beneficial to my business than... That nigga talks. Mark Right. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yo, and, and, and it's just... Man, the... the and they're doing ledgers. They, they became their own accountants. Hmm. But it's it's a it's a and they also and I've seen some again. They'll have a lawyer, but I've also had some who speak on what I like to call legalese. Mm-hmm. He didn't just sit there and just here's the money. You figure it out. He was learning the shit too. So he's like. It used to go back and forth. I remember a dude used to call me, a couple of dudes used to call me because I was in insurance. They asked me about, man, what if I got this going on, blah, 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 blah. Or talking about claims. What if I got this, blah, 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 blah. 
I see them saying the same thing about man, homeboy caught a case, blah, blah, blah. Hit him up. You could look into this, but you also need to be informed about this, this, that, and the other. You may not know about it. So it's a, you know, you, I hate to say it, but I hate using the word victim, but you, you're a victim of your neighborhood and the circumstances of how the shit went around. But man, all at times, all some people just need is a, is an opportunity. For sure. And that opportunity will... And sometimes you don't see, like you said, you don't... Well, not you didn't say, say, but what, what, what we're talking about is like, you don't see those Fortune 500 company opportunities, yep. but in your mind... You're already there. You're already there. Yep. You're already there. So, with that being said, I had another question for you. Gotcha. Uh, Meek Mill... It was some shit that was online. And it was a group of kids selling water. And the the slack that he got was he offered them $20. So paint the picture. Meek Mill was in, uh, I think it's a Cullinan. It's a Rolls Royce uh, <laughs> SUV. And so... It was a group of kids. He was in Atlanta, Georgia. Whatever he was doing down there, he was in Atlanta, Georgia. Some group of kids like, yo, like, you are a hero. You, we look up to you. Whatever kids were saying to him. And he was, he was like, yo, we, we trying to sell water. So Meek Mill gave him $20. Okay. <clears throat> and so everybody online was like, well, Meek. Um, Way more than that. Exactly. And you, you listen, you talking about a nigga that flash money, that's on private planes, that's on, um, uh, that's, that's everywhere. Right. Just displaying jewelry, displaying the type of money that he working with. Right. Now, I'm going to say my piece, you can say your piece. Go for it. How I look at it as, <clears throat> if, if you see me come to your house and you see me on my work van and I pull up in a Maserati, of course you're going to say, oh, it's a nice car. Right. It's a dope car. From your mindset, you're going to say, I know your sacrifice. Cause you seen from nothing right. to <laughs> halfway something and then boom. And so, a lot of times in our communities, we feel like when somebody get on, it's something that's always owed to me or use of like. How much money is a person supposed to give for three bottles of water? Right. And do I owe you? Why do you like, think I owe you? And I don't even know you. Right. How do you? I, Listen, man, hold on. First of all, and I, we known each other for 20 years, but I don't never think that you would be like, yo, you owe me because you did some plumbing work in my house. And I, you know, I take part in this Maserati yeah. because, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, the no, same I way guess. I'm not looking at you like, oh, uh, yeah, Titan, you know, I gave you that advice to go buy that that stock over there or you did this or you did like why do we do that to each other man that's a hard one 
because I can't even lie. I've had those moments. Like, that's how you gonna let me nigga like this for real. Like, I know you just nigga. I just saw you just. Oh, and he's oh, been on it. He's yeah. been honest. You being honest. Yeah, and it's like I, 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 in all honesty, man, I don't know. I do, I do think that once you start to obtain your own and really put in the effort of learning what that dollar means to you, it, it does react a little differently. One of the do that do that turn into arrogance though. Do that turn into like I don't owe nobody. Like do or or naturally progress. Like I, I can't speak for everyone because it could be arrogance in some places. I'm gonna say one of the things I learned about my me and my temper, <laughs> especially when people owe me money, was that they owe me money. You know me. Mm. You've seen me. You know how I do. You know I'm not gonna fight you over no shit, but I'm definitely gonna treat you differently because we have this this uh, this agreement. That you fail. I learned that from my grandmother. My grandmother was like, that was my dog. Hey, hey, grandma, I know I don't ever ask for money, but like, look, I need $100. This, what day are you going to pay me back? She laid it on the line. Okay, so I do it. Let me ask you this. So real quick, and I'm going to let you finish that point. Dude, so if grandma was a millionaire, would you look at her like, I don't owe you this money? If, I, if, if, uh, if grandma if grandma was uh, a millionaire and she said, Titan, baby, baby boy, um, I need my money back on the fourth. In, in that situation, it wasn't, and I guess it's based off of our conversations, um, it wasn't about what her status was. It was she made me understand that you have an agreement that you decided to say this is what you're gonna do. So this is what the fuck you're going to do. Now, you have stipulations where you may be able to get out of it. And I'm like, what is that? If on the 14th, you're supposed to pay me my $100, all you got, baby, all you got to do is call. So there was leeway there. But at the same time, if you messed up and didn't make that call, you were treated differently from that same aspect of borrowing money. So she taught me again, that was a money lesson. Hey, or, or. I'm on consignment. I, I asked, can I get this from you and I owe you back? She, I'm talking about, she, my grandmother had a ledger. Like mm-hmm. When I tell you she had a budget, like off of East 108th and St. Clair, she had that, but she had, oh, you need to borrow money? She had go to her little, little stash, come over there with the pocket, got, got her paper, Ryan, whole name, whole middle name, all of there, the date, the time you're going to pay it back and the amount. Wasn't no interest, wasn't no nothing. What probably wouldn't even make no difference yeah. to her, but she set that Grandma tone. Ain't made good money moves though. She did. She set the yeah. tone. Listen, she set the tone, mm-hmm. and it taught you a lesson. But mm-hmm. yo, you supposed to have interest, right? <laughs> but she, yeah, right. She, but she <laughs> That's never. What I'm, saying. I, she I'm, not, never, I'm not talking no, shit. No, she never. She never did that. Now I took it a little bit further because I started to take offense when people didn't pay me back or when people didn't call me back. I can't remember what book it was. But how do you feel, real quick, how do you feel when people say, um, you, you shouldn't lend out what you what you can't afford to lend out? Or That's one thing. The okay. second thing is go back to the book that you read, but answer that question for me, please. Earlier on, oh, I wanted to knock your block off. Now, I'm not going to give away money that at this particular point in time, I'm not going to stress myself out. I ain't going to kill my mental as much as I calculate things and I'm an overthinker. I learned that giving the money 
It may be with a borrower status, but if I don't see it again, I should have never gave it to you. If I'm going to be tripping and, and losing my cool over it. And that became my motto because I had them little, I don't like you no more, motherfucker, because I gave you 20, 30, 100, $200. You're going to pay it back such and such day. Then you get to the nigga, like, and you ask about, oh, they got an attitude with you. Nigga, how you upset with me and you owe me money? But I think for, you can call it inner peace, however you want to take it, over the years, if I give you the money, I got to be cool with not getting it back. Mm. For me personally, I got to be cool with not getting it back. Gotcha. Because I will lose my shit. I can't even say about losing a friendship oh, yeah, or whatever. Oh, hair tight. Yeah. I'm going to put a social site out. He said, look, yeah. he going to give you money. You oh, that don't money. mean you're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tight about mine. I'm frugal. But at the same time, like sometimes it is just going to be help. Something initially you giving help, but at the same time, like it, it, it got to a point, man, I had for me personally, I can't say for nobody else, mm-hmm. for me personally, that would ruin, ruin a fucking relationship with somebody. And, yeah. and listen, and, and my answer is you want to stay friends? Like you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to borrow my car. Right, yep, yep, yep. You don't want to borrow. You don't want to borrow nothing from me. Yep. If you want to stay friends. Yep. And I. And you do you understand what no, I'm saying? No, I Because because a nigga take your whip, and nigga be like, nigga, that ain't nothing but man. Fuck that little car. All right, this is my little car that I got to pay for, that I got to fill up the tank every week. I got to pay for the maintenance. I got to... You ain't even got no insurance, nigga. (laughs) And they want to drive your shit. Yeah. Fuck that. And and it's just like, man, it's just certain things, even like as you get older, you don't even ask for certain things. Like, bro, like, I like, I I understand that me and you have a decent rapport. But it's not, I'm not about to ask you for your car, dog. Right, right. I'm not about to, especially your motorcycle. Yeah, no. we don't oh, get my no motorcycle. Wait a minute. <laughs> touch my baby. Woo! I, I was scared to even let my girl get on it. Like, oh, if you scratch it. Right. So, real quick, you had, you had talked about this book that you had read. I can't remember what it was. Okay. But again, it was uh, especially one of the, oh man. Because oh, all my readers, all my listeners are readers. Um, <laughs> the Secret. The Secret. Uh, Somebody hit me to that years ago, okay. and I probably read it about five times. But it it really helped me out a lot. Like people don't understand, like that nobody knows my history. You know, you know a little bit about it, but you know, I I could be considered an evil motherfucker because that's how much I used to think and overthink and try to process shit. And, and again, I'm always processing it on my level and my understanding, not yours, not taking that shit into consideration. Oh, you an enemy? Are you an enemy? Or that might have been what you did. Fuck it. And I didn't recognize that negativity mm-hmm. that I was putting up. And from from that, the negativity you put out, it's, it's like an attraction to you. And you see it. And it comes to you. Now, at first, it just seemed like a normal situation and I ain't that big of a deal. But it always, like, damn. And when I started going through that book, man, I think that one helped me out a lot. I shared it with friends and everything. Like, you know what? I can't I can't explain, but when I started to try to change the mindset, change how I was doing certain things, like But it's progressive though. It wasn't yeah, it, Oh hell no. Oh, Nothing is no. never overnight. Yeah. But again, that's why I say it. just like with the investing and shit, you have to educate yourself. 
but in, in educating, you're practicing. You you read more, or you do more, and you educate. It's 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 a progressive thing. Ain't nothing just you know off rip. Like I said with the basketball, you don't just get on the basketball court and you you dogging motherfuckers. You might be decent, but in order that's you only decent based off of the competition that you 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 up against. Now what do you do when you go to the other areas where it's known competition, known ballers, known this? The same thing with money, like. You can't be talking about, oh, I just spent 10000 on this, this, that, and the other when you got other people in the room that have been doing $100,000 uh, contracts with other people just on the strength of that's what they do. So, it, mm. like I say, man, for me, mm. it was how can I... It is about bettering yourself. But again, it's better to however you want to do it. If it's you want to become more humble, you got to put yourself in situations where you can learn about it. If you want to become an investor, you have to put yourself in something that, again, you have to put yourself to a degree in that environment. Even if it's just your own home, you want to read a book. That's for me. That's what helps out a lot. I started really going back into reading a couple years ago. Um, when I got out of college, it took me eight years, y'all, working full time and and uh, uh, having my own apartment and, and, and kicking and shit. I bullshitted for like a couple years, but I was, you know, in the program that I was in at CSU, it was certain shit that didn't play out scheduling wise. But, but I had to move. But Titan, I, th- I think, man, even like in those times that we bullshit, it's still a certain standard. It's still a certain uh, confidence that we have mm-hmm. within ourselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that just like hey like I'm playing around I'm having fun but I'm not going to let myself hit rock bottom you think no 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 I mean <laughs> right, even right, if right. It ha- listen even if it happens or not you still there still there yeah right yo my, my mindset I don't have a poor people mindset yeah yeah no matter where yeah. I'm at in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I'm, I can go to Giant Eagle looking like a bum. Uh, bitch, I got monies. So <laughs> I feel like that. Like it, like I said, I, no, I, I, sure. I, I definitely get you. You know what I mean? I, I ain't no, again, that goes back to like the cars and all that other shit. I don't, for what? What do you need to know? Right. No. And I always say this. This is nothing against anyone that has these high-end yeah, vehicles. do what you do, boo. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I am trying to simply help the nine to five worker, Mm -hmm. the person that's trying to start a business. Mm -hmm. And that's what these Mondays are about. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? And listen, I have, we have to finalize uh, the meat meal giving the kids $20 for water. Okay. And we're going to do that when we come back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Astro Wealth for the Lending and classes are available today. Let's face it, there is an unlimited source of money for your real estate deals. Having classes that will teach others to utilize the private money available from the real estate investors would be a key to your success. Start today. Learn how to successfully build long-term wealth. Make your first million in real estate with Marvin Spates. Contact me at Marvin at planbuildprotect.co. 
Are your pipes dripping? Are you leaking? Are you tired of that damp basement smell? Are you tired of being single? And would you like that pipe? Contact Henderson Plumbing in your Cleveland, Ohio area. Plumbing inspections start at $65. Yes, you heard me right. $65. Don't get mad. Please don't procrastinate and prolong a small problem into a big one. No one wants a bow on a new water heater as a surprise for Christmas. Nobody. Email your honest Cleveland native plumber at hendersonplumbing at hotmail.com. Now let's get back to the show. So we back, and Titan took his uh, Paco punch shot before um, <laughs> I was able to take mine. You know what I mean? So cheers! I apologize. So we, we're just getting the cheers! Class. All right, there we go. <laughs> I do this too. Okay, we double, right, double cheers. Double, double cheers with double the liquor. All right. We are. We have eighteen hundred in Paco punch. We are sipping on this very grand and go very delicious um, meat meal. Was he wrong for just giving the kids 20 bucks for some bottled water? And then he told the kids to split it. As much as I would love to say, hey, you should be able to give more. I can't count the blessings that you give to somebody else. How can I tell you what you're supposed to do with your fucking money? Same way I don't want nobody telling me what I'm doing with mine. You may have that feeling of trying to count somebody's dollars, but again... This is your shit. I don't want you saying the same shit about me again. If I would have saw it at first, would have had a feeling about it, but sitting back thinking about it, like I can't, I can't count what you doing for somebody else. For what? Why? Am I, why should I waste my mental space and any of my brain popping off of that? For what? I think it's unfair though, because. We we've we've all been in those type of situations where it's just like man like you can more you can do more like well it's first it's the first of the month like all your bills do like not not saying that that was his situation and right. guess what his situation is probably far greater than you or not right, situation right, right, right. is right now or may whatever it be. But at the same time, no. He gave something. Though. Right. I, I mean, <laughs> how many times you've seen folks? Well, you, man, I, I could tell you a million times when I done drove past Northfield right before you get on, uh, what is that, 480 or whatever, and there'd be mm-hmm. a couple of little uh, homeless folks that, with the sign waiting for money, and motherfuckers just drive past. Shit, I done drove past. Mm-hmm. So again, you in a full vehicle. Am I supposed to be? I can't believe you ain't do this. All 27 of those vehicles. You ain't do this. You ain't do this. You ain't do this. A dollar. That's all he was asking for, if that. It's why waste your why waste the time frame to even focus on why he ain't do it. Right. Exactly. And it's just like, man, we are he a regular person like everybody else. Like, nigga, I don't feel like giving. Yeah. Even if right, I don't have to. I could have gave him a dollar for a water. Thank you. I, am I am, am I 
am I obligated to give you my whole paycheck? People and their expectations of and the, other folks is ridiculous. But, but but what are expectations? I think that that transfer into why some of us are in the positions that they are in. <laughs> and it's because <clears throat> the expect expectations of what your job is supposed to do. Well, they are supposed to provide this. <laughs> Or your friends or family. Oh, we used to going over Sarah house and we gonna turn up over there. But Sarah, like, hey, like, I'm really trying to save some money so I can buy a house, or I'm trying to get a new car, or. And then we want to dog Sarah. Yep. Yep. Expectations at time. This ain't this ain't dumb shit, but expectations at time kind of massage you. And your whatever you going through in your brain, that it kind of make you lazy instead right. of going to some extra shit. And so, and doing I'm it for a, yourself. I'm gonna tell you like this, Ty. What what made me, and this is a what's the topic for today, Paco? About uh, money motivated Monday. The 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 motivation is in the conversation. Listen, bitch. So the motivation is. I'm not looking at you as a friend for what you can do for me. Right. I'm looking at you in a sense of, man, this dude encouraged me always. And then every time we get together, it's always a gym. Whether it's just like, appreciate that. Yeah. <clears throat> Whether it's just like, yo, man, this is this is a gym. You should take this. You never, you never say stuff like that. It's almost a subtle type of thing. And it's just, and it's not even subtle. It's just like something that's just always said. And when someone is comfortable with being who they are, when somebody is comfortable financially, when someone is uh, in, uh, comfortable with investing and, and having different shares and different uh, uh, companies all over the world, when somebody is that comfortable, they don't always have to spell out the lesson. The lesson is in the conversation. Before you say, one of the things that I saw today, and again, I think this goes around with the secret, you know, uh, about uh, attracting shit. I think as you attract shit, you start to notice certain different things and it starts to become a part of you. And one of the things I saw today was uh, people are quick to bash, criticize, or put down, yet slow to help teach and encourage. That hit me like for real. Like, you know what? Um, that meant something to me. And I saw a hell of it during this whole election bullshit that was going on. Everybody dividing each other. Like, y'all been best friends since 2000 and such and such. Why y'all going? Because he like him and he like this. It was never a situation of, let me give you an understanding of why I decided to choose him. No, you wrong because you did this. I'm, you you shouldn't even look at it like this or they did that. And I kept it like, dude, like I used to post neutral shit. People didn't think it was neutral. They thought I was a Trump fan or they thought I was a Biden fan. Hey, it's just information. And I'm. it's information that you aren't, you may not be taking in. And it's the same thing with a lot of it. Like, why do people... I have comments, but... No, go ahead. No, 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 no go ahead. I, I, it's 
it's gotten to that point. One of the things from my job, and thank God I was able to be around some decent people. Stocks and shit for me, I learned that from them. And just readily, ready information. Not no, I'm going to charge you. Not no, oh, you can't talk to me about this because you don't understand. Hey, this is what helped me out. You don't know about real estate? This is what helped me out. I tried this. This didn't work. It was just readily available information at you, all times. You know what you did, Titan? No. I'm, I'm telling you, you know, do you know what you did? When 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 talking to these people um, um, at your profession or, 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 or just friends or whoever you're talking to, a lot of times, the problem with us as black people, we have a problem with taking our emotions out of business. I can be, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, when people look at uh, Meek Mill, when people look at people like Jay-Z, when people look at, we are speaking from a, an emotional standpoint. That's one thing. The second thing is, a lot of times we are speaking from a place where we have no understanding why the person is moving a certain way. Therefore, it's your, your, your insight, your idea of it. Go ahead. Yeah. Listen, my, my, my th- whole thought, oh, you a sellout. Oh, you talking to this Trump supporter and oh, this Trump supporter may have some insight on... Man, they done told me about silver. They done told me about some other investments to look into. Uh, when the Kodak shit was blowing up, I saw the post. I didn't jump on it, but I saw it. And it was a motherfucking Trump supporter. As much as I, and I always, I mess with, I always mess with her. Like, oh, you just, it was always, one of my friends, Scott, he always told me, I'm a devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. I love Scott. Yeah, he like, even though Scott he, been mad at me for yeah, about he, five years. <laughs> right, right. But anyway. It's, it's, uh, Scott, call me. I'm gonna call you tomorrow, Scott. I know your number's still the same. Go ahead. He always they, they always be like, uh, you you always got something to say about the other side. I was like, this is what I deal with. I used to think, you know, I was arrogant. So you can call it what you want. Arrogant as fuck. I'm probably people still probably call me that now. Not that I think it's confidence, but that could be the arrogance talking right now. Fuck it. But it was still about I have my point. I can have, I can know A, B, C, D, all of it about my point. You say your point, I'm automatically thinking about uh, uh, your a rebuttal. Not really even taking into consideration what the fuck you talking about. Crucial Conversations, one of the greatest books I read over the years. I can't remember who the author is. I can send it to you or whatever. Um, it really started to teach me that I need to listen. I done had women telling me that for years. Mm. My best friend told me the shit. And mm-hmm. it's, it's something, like I literally, everybody keeps telling me I can't listen. For me, the way I, I move forward, the way I learned is I started reading. I was reading heavily. Like we doing, you know, 40 and 50 books for, at, at one point in time, 40, 50 books a year, just to do it. That's unfair though. Because I think, I think that's inaccurate. I think, I think you listen when it's profitable. Not, Financially profitable, but just when it's when it's beneficial, is it maybe that's the yeah. Right. That was yeah. It was that and, was and so sometimes we cancel out outside noise that really doesn't make sense to us, and 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 that's why people say, 
we not listening. Because I've I've been accused of the same thing. Oh, you think you know everything, or you think you running everything, or you think you better than me. Like, no, I just ain't. I, I just don't have the energy to put forth of what you're talking about I because can, I'm thinking and working towards something totally different. All I can say on that is process that. Oh, no, I'm no, sorry. no. I'm processing. No, yeah. I, for for me, it was if you. I may be wrong, and this is it may go the wrong way, but I'm gonna try it. If you flip that, when you're talking to somebody who is more educated on than you on that particular situation. Let's we talk about like what taxes. Mm-hmm. How the hell you going you, you now you going you you've been doing your taxes for a little bit. You have an understanding of it. But they may have been studying this shit for years and they way 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 more understanding. Now you're not thinking that it's beneficial because you think that you in a better place by doing your shit the way you've been doing it or the way you've learned it. Sometimes you might miss that blessing. You might miss that extra $200 that could have been deducted based off of them giving you an understanding that you weren't prepared for, you didn't think about. And maybe when the first time you read about it or you heard about it, it didn't make sense to you. So you kind of pushed it out. And I don't want to say it didn't make sense to you like, oh, uh, it was apples and oranges. It just wasn't on your it just wasn't on your radar. You kind of saw it, but you didn't think for you, it would be beneficial, but they telling you something different. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my best friend, Raj, he he was one of those people over the years. He learned how to talk to me, be it aggressive, be it non-aggressive. He re, he could read it. Look, hey, you fucking up. Like, man, whoa, 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 nigga, like, you already see him, what? And he always had a way of bringing the information, be it harsh and rough, he, he figured out how to give it to bring this pause again. Uh, he, he he figured out a way of communicating with me. He got married early. He uh, earlier on than I, I've never been married, but I didn't understand that communication shit. And I think that's what helped me is to start to be able to receive other people's information, even if I don't want to hear it, even if I'm against it, even if I'm I don't agree with it. So what? It's mm-hmm. still information. There could be a tidbit. It ain't got to be the whole the whole uh, bowl. It can still be a tidbit of information that could help me. So I've started to listen. Now, again, I, I do have my moments of just fuck what you talk about. But say what you got to say. Let, let your shit out. Your experience is different than mine. Your idea of how this goes down is different. I love to learn. Love it. Everybody got different experiences. You learn a certain type of way. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Everybody learns differently. Everybody's personal experience, like I said, like, dude, like, you can sit up here and be like, well, well, Paco, I don't don't like how you, yeah, I don't like how you did that. Well, okay. But the the, the older you get, it's like, well, that's how that person handled it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. I get, I I definitely get that. I don't know. If, I don't know. Audience, we've been kind of sipping and tripping and <laughs> sipping and drinking Paco Punch, and we feel it good. And it, um, I just, I just want a clear understanding of what's Meek Mill wrong for just giving. It was a group of maybe six kids, and they were selling water 
And guess what? I was just in Atlanta this past summer. And there was some kids. It may have been the same kids. Like, I didn't record it, but it was just like, that area looked familiar. But I gave them, they gave me uh, uh, a couple sports drinks and the water, and I gave them like $7. I'm going to go with the fucked up way of saying this. Oh, hold on tight. Real quick. Real quick. Go ahead. What, I, what I'm trying to say is I didn't I wasn't on Billboard I wouldn't I, I didn't make Forbes list last year but I gave I gave the little kids in Atlanta on the street that was selling beverages matter of fact the product wasn't even cold mm-hmm. so I bought like Two Powerades, two Powerades in the ice cold water. The Powerades wasn't even cold. They ran up to the car. And so the, the point I'm trying to make is, are we giving the proper product? And, and, and mm. you know, did I, well, did I, hold on. Okay. Did, ooh, did, ooh. did I... Was I supposed to give more to Meek Mill? Was Meek Mill was supposed to give these kids more than me? And the question, the final question is, what is the value in giving something to somebody to just run up to your car? I'm going to say this. Uh, (laughs) Are you okay with... I'm going to say it's, it's, it's always going to be personal. It's always your thing. Fuck what everybody else talking about. And I don't want to say that the reason that people do stuff for other people is to to feel good about it. But at the end of the day, when you gave, when you, when you bought the shit off of them, did you feel good about helping? Same thing with Meek Mill. Even though it was $20, people wanted to give him 200 a whole, give him the whole stack for the water. Did it make him feel good about helping them out? That's it. What the fuck else does it matter? You're helping someone. Don't quantify how I help you, when I help you, and how I do shit. I know that sounds safe, but fuck everybody else, man. Like, I'm really... Half-time niggas don't even fucking like me. So? I agree with you. And not, not on the niggas don't like you. <laughs> no, no, I know niggas don't like you. I don't, I don't agree with that. <laughs> and it's like, no. The, the part before, I agree with you. Because I know a lot of people love you, including myself. You know what I'm saying? No homo. Um, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, guess what? I just had uh, an epiphany, if that's the correct word. Okay. All right. Great work. Okay. So, while you was talking, I was like, but you got a rapper that I spin. In a blow-up bag in a strip club. That's right. I done spent 50 racks. I done bought this motherfucker a college I, tuition. I, nigga, yeah. I'm at Magic City. I'm at Blue Flames. Maybe that's why Meek Mill only had $20 because he just left the strip club. There was turnt. It was in a club. He just stole money on bitches. But go ahead. 
It's understandable. You got this little 10 year old looking like I ain't got no no relation to him. Uh, fuck it here. Here go $20, nigga. But I just I just bust down your it might have been his mama yeah, that was at the motherfucking club. club. And it's it is what it is. You know what to see your mama. Right. You know <laughs> Big Booty Judy, I know that bitch. Yeah. I, you know I just seen your mama. She was slobbing in the back, but yeah, I, right. I ain't joined. Yeah, right. I ain't joined. Y'all just take don't kiss your mom. Yeah, don't kiss your mom. Take the story dollars to keep it moving. Yeah. So even with that be said, people are gonna look at you. Yeah. Look at it from every uh, scenario and say Meek Mill was wrong. Yeah, everybody gonna hate. This is, and we you may not. Most folks may not look at it's it's. It's in us, man. Jealousy, envy. It's, it's, it's a part of us. It is a part of your life. Your life. Even on people you ain't never fucking met. We, we'll sit there and watch social media and and love and hip-hop and all that other shit and just dumb shit. And it presents a lifestyle. But half of that shit ain't even fucking real. The majority of it ain't even fucking real. It's all a production. For sure. Social media, when they putting their lives out here, Instagram. It's Man, you look. I love it. But at the same time, you watch all these models and, and vice versa for the women. They watch the models. It's, it's You don't know if this nigga going to therapy. You don't know if this nigga is hurting inside. His mama left him, told him yeah. he wasn't shit, and he going to break every woman's yeah. heart and vice versa for niggas. You yeah. don't know. Fuck them. Yeah. I can't and, concentrate and, on And you. you don't know if if the shit that Meek Mill got going on is all a fairy tale. If, if it's all, he just using everything in credit. He don't actually have this liquor. You don't listen. Not saying that he don't have no money and nothing like that. But I'm saying though, you don't know what yeah. people' financial situation is. Right. Guess what? He could have blew a bag at the spotlight. Being all I got is a couple hundred on. He man, he could have. He could have just financed some schools or some colleges for. You don't know what what the fuck. But they see what they want to see. They take their point on how they want to take it. So that's why I say, some of y'all fuck y'all. Uh, that's I know what it sounds. Is is. Uh, maybe the people start saying I'm being arrogant again, but I am a fuck you type person. No, like, and it's okay uh, to be man. that way though, man. Until people, you, until you, and I don't want to say you prove me right, but until I rock with you on that certain type of level, people, that's the time. That's the only time you got less ways yeah. of failing with me. That's people, cool. People want your whole wallet. People want your yeah. whole life. Why you, you ain't tip more, bitch? Because you have service. I I felt that this was the service that you deserve. But when they did this, this, that, and the other shit, uh, I don't give a fuck. You wasn't sucking dick out here, so you ain't getting no more than 20%. 20%, bitch. 20% is a lot. I know. I be trying I be trying and, from time to time. I, listen, I be trying I'm, to look I'm out for, for folks. <laughs> exactly. And then 20, 25% is very less. I tip good. Yeah. Because I understand. Yeah. I done been through some of this shit. Yeah, that the nigga that ran off for shit. you. That that you got kids at home. That you like. You no matter did. what you going through, I see. And you dealing with my ass at this particular point. And I could be an asshole. One thing when it comes to food and shit, I don't fuck with you. And especially when I'm at the bar trying to get a drink. Hey, do your life, baby. Because I, I ain't trying to fuck with you or whatever. Okay, you shitty. I'm going to steal. I have like a inside cardinal rule of what I'll do unless you completely fuck up. Mm. If you completely fuck up, I don't I ain't gonna tell you about it. You 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 know about it too. For sure. Fuck you. I'm gonna give you something cuz you still help me out, but you're a bitch or you you're an asshole. Fuck you. For sure. So, I'm I can be a <laughs> I can be an asshole. Just don't fuck up with my food. Don't fuck with my food. I get it. And my money, and my money. Tight. We got about 7 minutes left. Okay. 
And I got a lot of people that's listening to this. All right, so seven minutes left. Seven. Real quick. And I know this is a short amount of time, but we kind of touched on into a lot of things in this conversation, um, this hour and a half long conversation. Someone that's trying to start, start investing outside of their 401k, mm-hmm. outside of their... Uh, Oh, what's another one? 4013? What's a 4140? You got your IRAs, your 401k, individual accounts, MRAs. I would, again, I don't want anybody to think like I'm, I'm not a guru. I'm, 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 I'm beginning. No, no, no. This ain't, this ain't, this, this money motivated Monday. But the the goal is to advance. So it ain't. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. Yes. Okay, but that's one. That thing. is that is the very first part. You don't do something that you know you can, but it's even better to educate yourself. Put yourself just like they say the the, the five friends that you around. You know you you likely will be the average. One of the things you should also do is put yourself around that shit. If you're on Facebook that much, find some from some uh, investing groups that are in there. Yeah, uh, Instagram. Twitter. Do Twitter the same thing. Groups. Twitter. I'm get, on a bunch get into of that information and see what they're talking about. You ain't got to read everybody's comments. Some can be some uh, bloggers in there, be people spamming. But at the same time, watch what the fuck you putting your money into. When you go buy a car, some of y'all, not everybody, you don't just say, oh, I like the way it look and don't, you don't do your research. I'm a research type nigga. Do your fucking research. Start there. And don't be afraid if you lose money because you lose money in a lot of different ways you just don't accept it as that or you don't have that outlook if there's a situation where you have money to invest especially pay off your fucking debt because then it won't I don't want to say it won't matter it won't matter as much it won't pay off your fucking debt don't go into thinking you going into the lottery and you about to win 30,000 and then you're going to be able to replicate that on a regular basis it's about money, which money, it's about them averages. Yeah. Figuring out how you constantly grow. Let me break that down. Lord, listen, don't count your eggs before they hatch. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. It's it's a situation where again, if you got ninety seven thousand dollars debt, what you investing for? Now, again, sure. they say, well, maybe you'd be able to get 20000 Educate yourself. You can still do that and you can still pay it off, but again, Imagine how much more how uh, available you would be to investing your money if you don't owe all of this shit. Where you getting uh, thirty five to forty dollars extra charge for missing the payment of that uh, that credit card bill, or you got these student loans that's keeping you away from some other shit. Oh, your credit ain't shit. Your credit is easily. I don't want to say easily. That sounds ignorant. Credit is something that you can understand. Taxes, it is something that you can understand. Or you can have, you could pay somebody who does understand it. It could have been a difference of a a $2,000 tax return. And then the next one, it might be based off of deductions and they learn some shit that you ain't know about. It could be another four or five, six, seven. Learn about some of this shit. And if you don't have the time to learn about it, you find somebody who knows about the shit. You're going to pay. You're already talking about investing or whatever. It's the same thing with these investments. Put yourself around people. Put yourself in those groups. Try to take some time to learn. 
You don't go into French class speaking fucking French. You practice, you learn. You practice, you learn. Investing is the same fucking way. You're going to lose a little bit. You're going to get a C. You're going to get an F on that report card one day. But then that next time, look, oh, shit, that quarter, I had a motherfucking A, nigga. I was balling out in this bitch. Learn about that budget is another thing. Budgeting is huge. If you invest in and you don't have a budget, you're working backwards. Yeah. And, and the, the crazy thing is, right now, really thank you for your insight, sir. I got you, man. And... I said, the the crazy thing is like, I'm part of uh, a few investment groups. Um, And you, you excited to say that you got the money there to make a move when one of your partners say, hey man, y'all probably want to. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Y'all probably want to. Check this shit out, yo. And whether it's a, a few hundred thousand. A few hundred dollars or yeah. a few thousand dollars. Like, I don't like, care if it was like I say, man. It's some make it make you making money. It was money again. Four hundred one k. You not touching this shit on a daily basis outside of the for forty years, right? So that is one of the hugest years. Years, years not depending on when you start. Yeah, right. One of the things that people have to start to look into. You can't. You can't wait for somebody to make you no motherfucking money. It's always going to be to a degree from you from you starting it. That 401k, yeah. it may generally build up, but you don't even know what it means. Yeah. You don't even know what you you put your money in. You don't know what your company doing. That's another thing if you corporate, I'm sorry. If you don't get a partial understanding of when they talking about financials and all this other shit, you wasting your time. And I know that sounds like, oh, that's too much. No, you could, these motherfuckers be giving you telltale motherfucking signs of the shit they going through. How much money they making, how much we losing, where our areas of opportunities are. They telling you about this shit. They're giving you like, again, it's, it's, it's the glossary. They're giving you little glossary terms that you could pull in. And you, hey, I can learn about this. If you got stock options, don't just invest in a stock option and not understand what the fuck is going on. Watch the shit. See how it go. Because I'm telling you, I've been through it. Follow that ticker, man. Man, that uh, 8 a.m. where I could have sold the next uh, three and a half. I, I can't remember how what Man, I think I did the shit like after like 12 o'clock. I lost $400 like that. Now, it was all game, but it was still $400 that I fucking lost. Dude, man, the information is out there. You better go fucking get it. There it is. Stop there. Where can the audience find you real quick? Uh, ooh, uh, my Instagram. He'll never take my case. So where, where can they find you tight? If you want to be found real quick, we record oh, live. Think, we right now. Folks can find me on Instagram. That'll be the one I share. Mm-hmm. Everything else I try to keep for fucking work. Cool. Uh, Dizzy725. Dizzy is lowercase D-I-Z-Z-Y 725. That's on Instagram. I got a weird looking picture, but it's me. Yeah, it's all good. Guess what type, man? I um. First of all, man, uh, it's, it's all a matter of respect. Um, 
automatic love. Like, yo, man, like 10, 15, 20 years from now, like, um, yo, man, like, I want to see how we grow. And I, and I want to be Lord willing or whatever God you pray to, whatever's going on in your life, like, you got to keep solid people around you. And you got to keep people around you that you can make a phone call to and say, hey, how do you feel about X, Y, and Z? Um, with that being said, man, I, I appreciate you and I and I, and I want to thank you for coming down today. And you already know. Y'all know I like talking. And guess what, <laughs> y'all? I know. I know I cut him off while he was talking about the, the nuts and guts of this conversation. <laughs> I know I cut him off. I get that. But guess what? He'll be back. You got damn right. He's my partner. We out here. I may I, I may have him back next week. I may I may have him back two weeks. And guess what, audience? Paco, who are you? What he needs his own show. And and you shouldn't be soaking all his information in on your platform. Guess what, bitches? I've been selling this nigga for about three, four years. <laughs> 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 to get his own podcast. Man, get his own. Nah, get it. I support y'all. Hold on, first of all. First of all, let's be clear. He could talk about relationships. He could talk about marriage. He could talk about love. He could talk about falling out of love. He could talk about y'all trifling as bitches. He can talk about us trifling as men. <laughs> and guess what? And he can damn sure be a dope-ass financial guru for a lot of us. And like I said, though, don't he don't tell it. you, he don't He don't tell me what to do. He don't tell me where to place my money. But ever since I was literally, I would say about 22 or 23 years old, 23 years old, he always had a gym to drop in my ear, man, and and I appreciate him. Whether if we was copping weed on <laughs> Richmond Street <laughs> in Toronto. Right, right. Richmond Street, Unless you had sticks and stems all through that motherfucker. I ain't done yet. I ain't done yet. So whether we was copping weed on Richmond Street Richmond Street in Toronto or roller skating in Wycliffe, Ohio. USA skating. Rolling. Nigga, whatever um, the situation is, man, like, yo, you've been solid the whole way. I try to be. So thank you, brother. I appreciate it. And we out. Oh, go ahead. You got some No, no, I just wanted to say one thing. I totally appreciate and I love what y'all, what you're doing. Continue being you, man, because it's you. It's unadulterated and it's completely just you, man. And I like there's a part of me like, oh, oh, Paco here, man. Oh, shit about to turn up. But at the same time, it's always been lessons. So just as much as you say that you appreciate what I bring to the table, man, I appreciate what you bring to the table, man. We've been the time, like you said, may not be together all the time, but when we get together, man, it's always gems, man. It's always life and love and truth and and, and truth, man. man. So I appreciate that. So keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, man. Shout out Titan, y'all. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to call this episode, but it's going to be called something. Skeezers. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite word. (laughs) So much love, respect. We out. All right, y'all. Yeah.
<laughs> I go to the bathroom. <laughs> 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 I'm 